Hello, and welcome to the Killer Cuties Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Cassidy, and I've seen almost every horror movie out there. And I'm KD, and I've seen almost none of them. So join us each week as I attempt to make a horror fan out of KD. As a warning, we will be discussing spoilers and some uncomfortable topics that may be in the plots. So feel free to check out the film on DoesTheDogDie.com first to check for any triggers before listening. Today, we're going to be talking about the cult classic, Ginger Snaps. Let's get spooky. So Ginger Snaps, which is a clever play on words now that I've seen the movie, is a Canadian supernatural horror film from the turn of the century about two high school-aged sisters that love all things morbid and macabre. Some kind of creature is going around Bailey Downs killing dogs. A lot of dogs are killed throughout this movie. That's just one of the monster's kinks, I guess. One of the sisters, Ginger, starts her period, which is important throughout this movie, and the smell of her blood gets her bitten by what we learn is a werewolf. Over the course of the movie, uh, Ginger slowly starts to turn into a lycanthrope herself, growing a tail, which, between you and me, they had no business showing that the way that they did. Uh, (laughs) Killing a bunch of dogs, infecting or killing a bunch of people. Uh, Meanwhile, her sister Bridget works with the local weed dealer to find a cure. They do end up finding one that seems to work on someone that Ginger had infected, but in a last altercation with Bridget, Ginger lunges into a knife that Bridget is holding, killing herself. Um, this movie has a wild 90% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes and a 78% audience score, and honestly, I get it. I could not agree more. Um, it's both Catherine Isabel, who plays Ginger, and Emily Perkins, who plays Bridget's second highest rated film on Rotten Tomatoes, closely followed by the 2004 sequel Ginger Snaps 2 Unleashed, which has an 88%. Um, real quick, some some fun facts about the film. It's banned in China, uh, and it was banned in the UK for a while because it, quote, promoted teenage violence, which uh, I don't know how many teenagers are going around being violent because they're turning into werewolf. But uh, And then the school's PA system is voiced by warrior princess Lucy Wallace. Mm-hmm. Did you know both of those facts? I did, yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to get you off, catch you off guard with both of those. But. One of my favorite things after I watch a movie is to like go through and read pretty much everything about it, especially if it's a movie I really yeah. enjoyed. So, yeah, sorry, sorry. I no, can, it's okay. I can stop doing that if we watch movies I haven't seen. <laughs> no, no, it's totally fine. Hopefully at least one listener learned something. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, like over overall, I think – this movie walked so that Jennifer's body could also walk because people have bad taste. But <laughs> eventually, wait, I've never seen Jennifer's body. Well, you're gonna love it if you liked this. You you will like Jennifer's body. But, oh, um, yeah, it's it's so good, and I think now people appreciate them much more. But one day, one day, there is gonna be a female monster horror movie that comes out. And people are gonna appreciate it in that moment. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> fucking lose it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, no, I I loved that it was a very female centered movie. Um, I didn't love that the the real monster of the movie was periods. That didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. <laughs> but is it though? I don't know if if the real monster is is periods. I mean, like, I think it was just, like, you know, when you're young and you don't want to get your period, like, it's just, that's so much more to think about. (laughs) I guess. I guess. But I think the mom kind of handled it well. Like, the mom's weird as fuck, but, like, at least she was kind. I love the mom. We love a supportive mom. She was so ready to burn that house down for them. Yes. She finds out that 
there's like a subplot where like there's a bully at school who's picking on them and uh, they accidentally kill her. And, kills uh, herself accidentally, if we're being honest. Yeah, it's it's you know it's a slippery slope with manslaughter. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but the mom finds out. And she's literally, she just picks up Bridget and she's like, all right, well, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to burn the house down. We're going to skip town and, you know, we're just going to figure this out. And I'm like, hell yeah. A plus parenting. Let's do it. Yep. Yep. And forget about your dad, by the way. We don't need him. Yeah. He's like, he'll he'll blame me. Which is probably true. The dad says like three words the entire time. And I think it's, oh my God, when he finds the fingers. (laughs) Yes. Yes. She, she's like, yeah, it's, uh. It's just part of their their performance art at school. I love it. Yeah. Also, watching this movie, I thought for sure it was an 80s film. Really? I was Yes. I was so ready for it to be an 80s film. And when I found out that it came out in 2000, I was like, it's got to be set in the 80s. But it is not. I think they, like, uh, like, internet sleuths have determined that it was set in 1993. Oh, what a great year. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that year. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We were both born that year, if you don't know. But, um, yeah. How did how did they figure that out? How did they determine that? So the scene where uh, Bridget is going through the calendar to find out when the next full moon is. Yeah. They figured it out based on that because... Okay. It was filmed around that time, but the last time that there was a full moon on, I think, uh, October 30th was 1993, so. And it was filmed, it was filmed so much earlier than it was released, right? Because they lost funding or something. There was some, some historical event happened and they had to push it back. They weren't allowed to, to, to release it and then they lost a bunch of funding. So they had this movie kind of sitting there for several years before it actually came out. Yes, because of uh, Columbine, they had a lot of trouble trying to find financers for a movie about teenagers dying. Yeah. Imagine. That'll happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it took Canada several more years to be on board and China still has not gotten on board, um, which is a tragedy because it is an incredible movie. It's so good. It is. So good. Is. I think it's just like the girly side of me that really likes female monster movies. Just the girly what? things, you know? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it if that's what, what did it for me, but I, I, I don't know. I just really loved it. It was very good. Yeah. It's a great mix of, of spooky and funny and like a dark comedy too, but I'll, I'll die on the hill that comedy and horror are two of the genres that go the best together. Well, they, they do. Remains to be seen. No. You know what? <laughs> no. There's always comedy and horror and I love it. When you Have you seen Heather? Oh my God. Oh, I no. fucking love Heather. <laughs> Thank you. It had Heather's vibes, this movie, I think. Yes. Right? Like, Did you couldn't I, tell if it was trying to be funny or, like, you know, a like, roasting creature features. I don't know. Heathers. Yeah, it's a, it's a great... There's a musical. I know. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay, good. Veronica, yeah. open the door, please. <laughs> Thank you. Best part of that old movie. Uh, film. Or musical. You know what I mean. Yes, I, I'm a big fan of Lightning the Writer. I love me some Heathers. Let me tell you what. <laughs> oh my god. Um, what about uh, what about Saw? Oh, I there's just like like there's a few moments in Saw that are really funny, and people don't believe me. And then like I think it's just like a fun romp. 
Okay, I won't say Saw Saw is a comedy, but I will say there are jokes in it that are funny. Okay, all right. I will believe it when I see it, I guess. Perfect. Can't wait. Okay, all right. Um, But I do like, like we kind of said before, I like the, how they compare the curse of like womanhood with getting bitten by a werewolf because right? I think that's so funny like and true right like our bodies are changing <laughs> like, yeah and like our symptoms are downplayed and like it's just it's so funny to me and I the scene where the mom is like finds her underwear that are soaked in blood because she just got attacked by a werewolf and she's just like <laughs> I think every woman ever has been in a Walgreens hunched over with pain looking for tampons. But, you know, tampons don't come with a calendar anymore, and that kind of offends me. I want my tampons to come with a calendar. Why? I don't know. Oh, okay. (laughs) I like free stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Fair, fair. They don't know. They can spice it up. It doesn't have to be a calendar, but yeah, you just want something free with your tampons. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, I want my tampons to be free. Uh, Yeah, actually, if we're gonna, if we're (laughs) really gonna get into it, (laughs) I would like those to be free. (laughs) Scotland just did that, I think. Scotland, you don't have to pay for tampons anymore. I'm in hygiene, right? Wow, I guess I'm moving. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Um, but did you know that, uh, okay, so Catherine Isabel and Emily Perkins, the two main actresses, yep, they were born in the same hospital, they went to the same preschool, they went to the same middle school, they went to the oh same God. private school, and they worked for the same talent agency. Do they know each other? No, because they're four years apart. Emily's actually oh. older than Catherine, so. See, I knew that. I knew yes. that. They played that off real well. Yeah. So they, 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 they didn't really, like know each other obviously too well because they're four years apart like who do you yeah. really know in your school that's four years older than you so yeah. yeah and then they play sisters again in uh another cinderella story starring selena gomez <laughs> oh my gosh wait are they the the evil stepsisters yep <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny somebody who has produced a horror movie or some horror fan in the back of probably is that a disney movie i assume or no another cinderella story yeah. I would assume so. It has okay, to well, be. Some horror fan got stuck working for Disney and they're like, you know what? I'm going to make all these horror fans so happy by casting these two sisters as girls from Ginger Snacks. And you know what? It probably worked. <laughs> you know what? It's probably the guy who bought uh, who bought the rights to The Sixth Sense. That's a Disney movie. <laughs> I knew that. I did know that. That's so funny. He didn't get it cleared by anybody. He was just like, yeah, I'm buying this. This looks good. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny. Is that guy? He casted them. Yep, yep, I believe it. Yeah, I do love Catherine Isabel. She is a very underrated screen queen, I think. What else is she in? Uh, she's an American Mary. She's definitely on our list. <laughs> okay. She's also in See No Evil Two. She's in. Uh, fuck, she's in, she's been in a lot of stuff. I can look it up now, but. See no uh, evil two the the um, Freddy versus Jason she's in that oh um, yeah she's been in a lot of stuff she's also like guest starred on X Files and Supernatural which 
fun fact, so has Emily Perkins. Yeah, they both have. Yeah. (laughs) Crazy. No, I was going to say, See No Evil 2, the, the, like, poster of that movie has, like, Trapper from Dead by Daylight vibes. Mm -hmm. He does, he does. We should probably clarify, if anybody listens to this who doesn't already know us, we do play (laughs) video games a lot specifically dead by daylight so if you're not familiar with that game look it up we might reference it a bit yeah a lot um that reminds me though speaking of video games um which doesn't make sense in a second i found a list by viral nova of the top 10 dumbest deaths Mm. which um the beginning the intro scene is a bunch of like dumb ways to die like you know ginger falls on a fence or yeah anyway um i thought it'd be fun to go through this list of top 10 ways dumb ways that people have died yes please do okay so again this is from viral nova number 10 um two german tourists killed in a wild game park when they got out of their safari vehicle and were instantly killed by three tigers classic i mean what Uh, else did they think was gonna happen i know here kitty kitty yeah no King Martin of Argonne died of indigestion when he ate an entire goose and his court jester made him laugh uncontrollably. That sounds like exactly how I'm going to die. Yeah? Okay. I'm going to be honest. Right. I just eat a whole right. chicken and then someone makes me laugh too hard. <laughs> like a rotisserie chicken from Costco? Oh yeah, fuck me up with one of those. Absolutely. Oh my God. Um, $5 forever, baby. <laughs> uh, number eight, a Russian man bet two girls that he could go all night with them for $3,000. To win the bet, he took an ungodly amount of Viagra. Wow. His heart exploded, and he died. That'll do it. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yikes. Uh, number seven, two elderly sisters suffocated in a hotel under a fold-out bed that fell off the wall. Oh, that's kind of sad. sad. <laughs> yeah, a little sad, a little sad. Um, This one's just classic goof. Just Somebody was just goofing. King Charles II of Navarra was sick. His doctor ordered him to be wrapped in linen and covered in brandy as a cure. Um, His nurse, instead of cutting the last thread of linen with scissors, thought it would be a good idea to burn it off. So he was grilled alive. Just a silly, goofy time. Yep, just one of those things. Uh, Number five. I seriously... Number five, after drinking six liters of beer in a drinking competition, one man collapsed from a heart attack. Wow. He died as he got to the hospital. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, number four, kite surfer decided to uh, go kite surfing during a very heavy storm, and he was thrown against the side of a hotel. Killed him instantly. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, these all have like links to them too. Like these are like real things that happen. Number three, while trying to find a good Wi-Fi signal, a man in Ecuador fell from a two-story balcony in Spain. Yeah, worth it. Did he find the signal though? I I bet right before he fell, he was like, oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, Number two, a man in British Columbia was crushed to death by a helicopter because he had the volume in his headphones up too high. He was just vibing. Right? Like, what a good way to go out, you know? Just jam into your favorite song and a helicopter yeah. comes on you. Fuck me. That loud? Yeah. All right. Number one, and this is what reminded me of the list. Mm. 
a video game addict in South Korea decided he was going to play a game called StarCraft for 50 hours straight, only stopping for bathroom breaks. He died of dehydration and heart failure. Yeah, I'm like, wait, what about the food and water, babe? Nope. No food and water. Just bathroom. Bathroom and video games. How do you not at one point be like, oh, I'm thirsty? I've gone longer without drinking water. What is wrong with you? (laughs) I mean, I took... That's two days. Yeah. You've gone two two days without drinking water. I don't remember the last time I drank water. Right now. We well okay, we're gonna take this offline because <laughs> <laughs> I love water. Oh my gosh. No. It's gotta have tea in it. Or be oh. fermented with grapes. That's terrible. <laughs> Just terrible. I think that is like one of my favorite moments in the movie though. Just the montage at the beginning of like them showing all the different ways that they died. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. That's um, great. And it, then when it, they, like, sorry, <laughs> when they, like, the, the bully dies and there's just, like, blood everywhere and their parents come home, they, like, brush it off and stage it like they're filming one of their, like, death scenes. And the whole, and she's like, like, here, dad, corn syrup. syrup. <laughs> Want to try it? <laughs> Iconic. Oh, absolutely. Love it. Absolutely. Yeah, no. Um. I don't know. Uh, that Between that and uh, the relationship at the beginning of the movie, I thought for sure it was going to be a much like darker movie. Mm. But I um, was pleasantly surprised that it wasn't. Yeah. No, it's it's fun. It's fun. What did you like and not like about the movie? I guess we kind of talked about what we liked. Was there anything you didn't like? Um, not really, honestly. Yeah. Um, no, not really. Yeah, I think I'm in that boat. I really like this movie. I I think maybe the only thing I don't like is the janitor dies. And I, I know. Especially how he dies. We're like, yeah, like they think he's dead, but then he's like, no, I'm alive. And, and Bridget's like, let me go get help. And she's just like, nah. Yeah, not happening. <laughs> yeah, so no. Oh, well. and, and she was like, there's one scene where they tried to like, make the janitor the villain sort of and ginger's like you know he's looking down your shirt right couldn't even see down her shirt yeah she's she wearing, wearing like a sweater and a crew neck <laughs> so um no um yeah, yeah that's really sad janitor. i think that and all the dogs supposed... yeah, yeah 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 i think that was just supposed to show that like like how protective ginger was over bridget and like yeah how very against like being like any type of sexy they were like they just wanted to be like unseen Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah what was the how scary do you think it was one out of five i think i put like one and a half but yeah one and a half i don't i don't even know that it was that though yeah i i said a one it's not that scary it's i don't think it's scary at all yeah there weren't even any like jump scares uh, I mean, like, I think at the beginning, like, when the wolf, like, first attacks, like, that's okay, kind yeah, of a jump scare. I think that is probably the scariest part, only because, like, you don't really see the werewolf that clearly. It's kind of left up to your imagination. True. 
the C, like they they the director was very against CGI, so everything's practical effects, everything's you know uh, just makeup and and uh, special effects and the I, monster at the end looked like puppetry. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am a big fan of practical effects, but I think every once in a while a little CGI helps. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But I think in this movie, like, it's so cheesy and funny and campy that, like, I still I love that it's like terrible special effects at the end. <laughs> um, speaking of special effects, um, why did they make the ginger werewolf stacked? Yeah, I would like to talk about the werewolf titties that we saw. <laughs> that so on a scale of of one to five, how horny was this movie? Oh, that's a five for sure. Not really? Oh, I said three. You said three. Yeah, I said three. No, this is a very sexy movie. This movie was handmade for emo bisexuals with Catherine Isabel and then Chris Lemke, who plays Sam. Okay, true. I'm a big true. Chris Lemke fan. He's a scream king. <laughs> the, okay, I still said three out of five though because I don't know. I the the tail. The tails, they had no business with the tails. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm being honest, like, I I wouldn't rate this movie very fucked up, but how fucked up it is is entirely dependent on every time they show the tail. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's, like, sawing it off. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, no, thank you. Terrible. But I just think, like, Ginger's so hot, Sam's so hot. Like, the scene where she's yeah. walking down the hallway and just, like, owning herself, which also they do in Jennifer's body. The two movies are very... They're sisters, but... <laughs> oh, my God. I need to watch it now. Mm-hmm. Does Jennifer turn into a werewolf? Um, I don't know. Why don't we just watch the movie, Katie? <laughs> Okay. All right. Why fine, are you trying fine. to get spoilers? <laughs> you know, I'll just read it on Wikipedia. Don't. I'm. I'm just kidding. I will not. I'll I will come not. to your house. <laughs> I don't doubt that. Uh, what about overall? Overall, one to five. Five out of five. I put four. That's fair. No, you didn't. It's... You did not like anything about it, but it's a four out of five. Well. Mm, yeah. I mean, it was predictable. <laughs> I think is the only thing that like I want to be surprised you know okay when I saw a dog eaten Mm -hmm. at the within a minute of the movie starting and then the dog house being all scratched up I was like fucking werewolf yeah so I think that's the only I don't know that I don't like that it just wasn't impressive you know that's fair I don't I don't think I need that in a movie like, I like being surprised or there being, like, a twist or something I didn't see coming, but I don't think yeah. I always need that. Because I think sometimes in movies, when they're trying so hard to not make it predictable, it just becomes unrealistic. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But, I mean, also, they're turning into werewolves, so it's pretty unrealistic. Yeah, but I mean, like, unrealistic for, like... The plot itself, like for the characters or like for like okay. the the world that we're in. 
Okay, okay, all right. Yes, werewolves are unrealistic, but in the context of this film, it's not, so. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I get a solid four out of five. Yeah, yeah, that's fair, have I'll we, take it. Have we told anybody a one out of five and a five out of five on our scales so that they have something to compare to, like, so they know where we're coming from? No. Should we? I mean, I don't know. Should we? I feel like as we go through the movies, you'll see where things rank on, on our scales. You know? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't. I don't have anything to compare or anything to. Yeah. So maybe that's why I gave it a four out of five because I want to reserve a five for a true five. And maybe after we get through all these movies, I'll be like, you know, it was a five. Change your snaps. Wow. Full circle. Yeah. Circle. I just go, I just rate it based off of my heart in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very lenient with my ratings. Are these all going to be five? Every horror movie? No, I didn't rate Blair Witch at five out of five. The three out of five. Okay. All right. That's fair. There's definitely movies on our list that, like, they're not my favorite. Okay. But if I really, really like it, and I, there's not much I don't like about it. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, I have to ask. Would you? So, like at the end when she attacks Sam, he's like lying there dying, which I'm not gonna lie. Chris Lemke covered in blood kind of did it for me. <laughs> I can see it. I don't think I've ever seen him in something that I didn't find him attractive in. He's a good-looking guy. He's very cute. Love the love also the like bad boy knows his shit about werewolves too. Yeah. That helps. There's more movies we're gonna watch that he's in. <laughs> oh <Love>. good. <laughs> but uh well no, you know what? He did guest star on one episode of Criminal Minds and didn't really do it for me in that. <gasps> really? Why? Well he played someone who just drank blood. And oh. killed people and kidnapped a child. Oh. That's alert. less cute. Yeah, it wasn't his best look, but he played it very well. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, so then she's like trying to convince Ginger that like she's on her side, you know, and starts like drinking his blood. Would With her fingers. That? Would you do it? First of all, how did she know that was going to work? I think because like Ginger's whole mindset was that like they're in this together. Like they're okay. like... That was their whole thing, right? Like, out by 16 or dead on the scene. Like, they were going to be together no matter what. So, I think because Ginger was at that state, I think, like, her brain or werewolf brain, like, needed Bridget to be right there with her. Why not just, like, bite him? instead is that better like to be a convincing bite she'd probably have to like bite <laughs> anywhere you're gonna bite him in that moment is gonna hurt him but she didn't i don't think she wanted to hurt him but then he wouldn't have had to drink anything but you're still getting the blood in your mouth if you're biting him i don't know you probably get a little flesh in there too. 
you want to eat more of him. That's what I'm getting from this conversation. <laughs> All I'm saying is that biting him sounds a little bit more appealing. Than drinking blood off than the floor. Than drinking blood off the floor. Yes, exactly. But if you felt like that's what you had to do to survive, you wouldn't. Off the floor? Yeah. Out of a cup? A you're clean gonna, cup. You're going to go dishwasher. get a cup and then scoop it up off the floor. It's still off the floor. No. <laughs> um, I, I mean, she still lived. And she didn't have to drink the blood. She did drink the blood. But she puked it up. She, she spit it out. Oh, so it's okay, but if you are able to throw it up afterwards. I don't want to throw it up either. I think the only thing worse than drinking somebody's blood is having to then throw it up. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Would you? I don't know. I don't think, I don't, <laughs> I don't think my survival instincts are very strong. If I'm being honest. Like, so you wouldn't I, even know to drink the blood. Well, that and like, I just think like if my time comes, it comes. Like, I don't <laughs> think. I, people always ask, like, oh, like, you know, what would you do in a zombie apocalypse? And I'm like, I would just be dead. I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to live in that world anyway. So, like, I'm good. I'll just Which, tap out. I'm fine with that. That's funny, though, because um, Bridget said multiple times, like, I don't want to live without you. Mm -hmm. And here she is doing everything she can to stay alive. But I guess like, she was trying to save her sister, too. Yeah. yeah. And I also think throughout the movie, they kind of showed that, like, like Bridget was a little bit more hesitant about that plan than Ginger was. Yeah. I mean, suicide yeah. packs are no joke, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that it's... Uh, that was also kind of a part of that. But I think at the end of the day, she just really wanted to save her sister. Yeah. And absolutely tragic that she couldn't. Yeah. But it gave us a really good shot of werewolf titties. So That's true. And really, what more can you ask from a film <laughs> but werewolf titties? I didn't even know that I could ask that from a film, but I am so glad I do now. <laughs> now we've set the expectation. <laughs> <laughs> do we have any other werewolf films on our list? Um, Let me check. Oh, my gosh. Probably, right? I hope so. The the scene, I put this in my notes, the scene where she's, like, doing research, she's, like, reading about werewolves, like, mm -hmm. watching movies about werewolves, that gave me flashbacks to Twilight, <laughs> where she's doing that about vampires, this I've little montage. Twilight. <laughs> no! That's, like, peak werewolf. That's everything you could ever want in a werewolf film. Is it? Yeah. Doesn't he like fall in love with a baby? Not. I mean, yeah, but it's not like that. I it guess. Sounds like that. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't fall in love with a baby. I don't know. Yeah, I think he does. It's fine to be in denial about it, but I think he does. Not in denial. I'm just. I'm just thinking back to it's imprinting and not. Falling in love. <laughs> that sounds worse, honestly. <laughs> oh no, my god. Disgusting. Nope. When Bella's like, You imprinted on my daughter? 
I know, I've never seen it. But I have yeah, seen I, that clip. You named my daughter Nessie? After the Loch Ness Monster? What? <laughs> uh, classic filmography. Yeah. All right, do you think you would survive ginger snaps? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Why? Yeah, yeah. I mean, not a whole lot of people died. That's actually true. And I would not be running with either of those crowds, probably. I would be in the orchestra room. Ah, yes. Reading a book. I think emo Cassidy, like, because I was, like, a little, like, emo goth kid in middle school. And a little bit in high school. So I think I would probably be friends with them. But I think I would still survive because... Like, if a gorgeous, gorgeous werewolf girl was just doing her thing at my school, I would simply mind my business about it. So, <laughs> I don't think that there's any reason she would have to kill me. Yeah, well. Yeah. Two different strategies. Two very <laughs> different strategies, but we're both living. You're like, I'm not talking to her at all. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to be your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, no, I just wouldn't even have been around him. Yeah. From being honest, I just would have been playing a little violin. I mean, a normal size violin, a little bit. Thank you to for clarifying. Fair. I was so confused. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, that's that's yeah. I would I would definitely survive. Um, Yeah. Would you recommend it to anybody to watch? I mean, you recommended it to me. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, though, also I should clarify that when I'm saying if I'm recommending the movie or not, it's, like, to people who are into horror. Oh, okay. So I when I recommend I, it, it's to the general population. I mean, I guess I still would, just in case you like it. But, like, like when I think about someone who's not really into horror and, like, like, if I know them well enough to know that this isn't really their type of movie, I would not recommend it. But I guess that's kind of true with every movie, right? Like, Yeah, yeah. As a general, yeah, I guess generally I would, I would, I would recommend it. I think, <laughs> I think we had this, this same conversation with Blair Witch Project, is that, yeah. like, it's a, it's a good movie. Yeah. Even if you don't like horror, like, you should watch this film. It was good. Yeah. It was just good. I don't know. Um, I think anybody should watch it, horror fan or not. Yeah, it was right. so fun. I love that. I guess, yeah, I think of, like, my sister when I think of someone who's not into horror movies. But my sister also has a very, like, specific type of movie that she would watch. So, like, I would never recommend my sister watch this movie. She would hate it. But <laughs> the perfect sister film. I know. It's just not, it's not, it's not her vibe. <laughs> I, don't I would pay money for her to watch it. She would take the money, but she would also probably just be like, <laughs> you just wasted an hour and a half of my time. Aww. You know, it's it's definitely one that I'm going to, I'm going to have Dylan watch too. Yeah. Uh, who, who, if anybody doesn't know, that's my husband. I'm going to have him watch this one because it's very like intro to horror, but also like it's campy. It's perfect campy horror. Yes. It's, it's yep. very... Can't be horror, fantastic cult classic, B-movie yep. extraordinaire. Like, it's just everything you could want. Yeah, and it's, it's like, honestly, critics think the same. 
a lot of movies where they're cult classics and campy and people love them. Critics are like, what the fuck are you guys thinking? Yeah. But this one, the critics agree. It's a great movie. Critics agree. You heard it here first. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know about first. <laughs> but no, we're the first here. people to ever talk about ginger snaps. All right. Well, that wraps it up for today. If there are any movies you'd like to hear us talk about, please let us know in the comments or shoot us a DM on our socials. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week when we discuss A Quiet Place. Bye.